Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Wearing a men's warehouse outfit makes you confident, like you could do anything, so you dance like no one is watching, even though everyone is watching. Because of the men's warehouse outfit, you interview like the job is already yours because it is. Because of the men's warehouse outfit, you golf as if the rules don't apply to you because you're too well-dressed for rules. Because of the men's warehouse outfit. At Men's Warehouse, get measured, get fitted, get hot, get confident in everything from tailored suits to underwear and all the stuff in between. Love the way you look at Men's Warehouse. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus, and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Hello and welcome to another rip-roaring episode of the Bike Radar podcast. I'm Jack Luke, the deputy editor on BikeRadar.com, and today I'm joined by esteemed colleague, wonderful friend, and all-round tech nerd, 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 <laughs> Simon von Bromley, the senior tech writer on BikeRadar.com. Simon, how are you today, and are you excited about today's news? Very well, thank you, Jack. Yes, and today is a momentous day in road cycling technology, so I'm thrilled to be joining you to talk through it. Yes, that is the news that Shimano has finally released its 105 DI2 group set, taking its electronic shifting platform down to its third tier group set for the first time ever. Dura-Ace and Altegra have been available in DI2 options since approximately 2009, give or take a little bit. And uh, 105 has been left out of the electronic party. This comes somewhat as a response, though one imagines this has been in development for quite some time, to SRAM's rival ETAP access group set, its equivalent fully wireless electronic group set. But today's focus is going to be on the top five things you need to know about Shimano 105 DI2. To kick things off, we're going to go over the shifting layout and that is a semi-wireless shifting layout, much like we've seen with Altegra and Durace. The move to 12 speeds, the weights of the group set, the cost of the group set. Also going to go a little bit over the carbon wheel set, which is available as part of this group set. And finally, we're going to go over the fact it is available only with disc brakes. But yeah, kicking things off, Shimano 105 DR2, much as we expected, is a semi-wireless group set. This sees the shifters being fully wireless in terms of connectivity to the drivetrain. Everything speaks to the rear derailleur, which houses the brains of the system, and this is in turn connected to a central battery, which controls both the front and rear derailleur. 
This sits in kind of contrast to SRAM's fully wireless drivetrain, where you see both the front and rear shifters having their own independent batteries. And, you know, it's a sort of, um, yeah, a layout we expected to see, given it's what we saw in Jurious and Altegra. Simon, what are your thoughts on the semi-wireless layout of 105 Di2? Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think a bit like uh, Jurious and Altegra, you know, it offers a slightly different take on wireless electronic group sets to SRAM and you know yes it's not fully wireless that makes setting up a bike slightly more difficult because you're going to have to do some internal cable routing unless you want to tape cables to the outside of your chainstay yeah I mean that is also an option yeah um but if you don't want to do that you will have to do some internal cable routing to you know from the battery wherever that's housed in your bike to the derailers but the kind of upshot of that is you'll get a larger uh battery life and you obviously only need to charge one battery Obviously, you know, with a SRAM uh, ETAP wireless derailleur, you know, oh, it's, it's exceptionally rare. But, you know, uh, I guess I suppose the uh, the battery could get knocked off by something as well. That's not going to happen with a Shimano uh, DI2 derailleur. So there's kind of pluses and minuses to both systems. Shimano, you know, typically a very conservative company. No surprises really to see them sticking with the kind of longer battery life option of the kind of central internally housed battery yeah it's, it's been rumored actually for quite some time that part of the reason they opted for the semi wireless setup was to do with sort of patents that sram holds around fully wireless setups and the way batteries are mounted on derailers but that is absolutely pure speculation you know i think neither you or i or patent lawyers are really understand <laughs> what no. that would involve um but nonetheless we've tested both Jurace and altegra and i found the setup to be absolutely fine yeah and in terms of the whole cable routing thing like yes it's very easy to set up what you know completely wireless derailleurs but i think the kind of main headache in setting up uh you know modern fully integrated bikes is that kind of initial part of getting the the gear cables or wires you know from the shifters through the kind of steerer and head tube arrangement and then down into the frame uh whereas you know kind of connecting uh, the battery wires to the derailleurs via the kind of you know the chain stays and the seat stays is a less technically involved process. Now, obviously, I don't build loads and loads of bikes, so you know, I'm not necessarily an expert on that. But you know, when you're taking apart headsets of you know and the front ends of fully integrated bikes, you you know you might have to like disconnect hydraulic hoses and things like that, and you're not going to have to do that with these this generation of di2 group sets and that's not a bad thing no also as expected we see 105 di2 move to 12 speed the previous two generations of 105 have been 11 speed as were altegra and durace uh, and yeah 12 speed is somewhat becoming the norm on the road um you know any thoughts on that simon yeah i mean i'm i'm you know as with durace and altegra it's kind of much the same i'm really happy to see shimano sticking with a kind of uh 11 tooth smaller sprocket you know, it's it's SRAM offer a 10-2 smaller sprocket on their ETAP access group sets, and that is nice to have that a kind of additional range in a sense. But for me, that kind of comes at the wrong end of the cassette. I would prefer additional range at the at the kind of the easier end of the cassette because just simply on efficiency grounds, you know, I think 10-2 cogs are a little bit small for my kind of, you know... Fastidious requirements. Yeah, drivetrain efficiency, fastidious requirements kind of thing. And so maybe I'm just, you know, a bit of a dinosaur and a bit... Uh, you know hesitant to change but i like the kind of you know standard chain ring configurations with an 11 to 34 36 tooth now as we'll come on to uh as opposed to a kind of you know smaller chain rings up front and smaller cogs at, at, at 
at the uh, at the rear. Now, you know, other people may feel differently. That's just my personal opinion. Yes, on that, we have two cassettes launching with 105DI2. The first is a 105 branded cassette. That's an 11 to 34 tooth cassette. Incidentally, wild to see just one cassette offered and it to be so large. You know, in itself, one cassette isn't that mad. But just the fact we're now as standard seeing 11 to 34 and 11 to 32 in most road bikes. What a change for the books compared to previous years. But there's also going to be a non-series 11 to 36 tooth cassette. Um, that is the Shimano CSHG71012. Snappily named. Snappily named. For those <laughs> looking for um, you know, a little bit extra range, that will also be available. In terms of... I, think uh, I believe that's the smallest gear Shimano has ever offered on its kind of high-end road group sets. It is, you're correct. Yeah. It's a factoid. That is a factoid. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, road specific. Obviously, we have yeah. GRX, but that doesn't count in this. Uh, if you ever used that on a, on a road bike, you know, you'd be arrested <laughs> by the road fashion police. <laughs> so that doesn't count. Uh, both cassettes use the new kind of 12 speed specific free hub standard, but this is actually backwards compatible with 11 speed free hubs. I'm kind of curious to see what Shimano actually does with this free hub standard. In theory, I believe. It gives the option to have like a 10 tooth small cog. But so far on the road, as you suggested, they're quite conservative with this stuff. I think it's unlikely on the road side of things we are going to see um, a 10 tooth cog. But me putting, peering into my cycling crystal ball, <laughs> I suspect that this is a bit of a precursor to GRX going 12 speed. And maybe we're going to see some slightly wider range cassettes there. But that to is, work with one by chain sets, perhaps. Exactly. But that's total speculation at this point. Um, one interesting point on the cassettes is that neither feature Hyperglide Plus technology. Um, that was initially introduced in Shimano's mountain bike group sets, and Hyperglide Plus essentially sees the cogs in the cassette form to help guide the chain down, as in going into a harder gear on the cassette. Um, it was ported over to Durace and Altegra, and in testing, both on road bikes and mountain bikes, we have found it to be very, very effective. It really does smooth the shift down the cassette. Uh, and it does make things a little bit quieter. I was really impressed by it when I rode it on uh, XT when it first launched. So that's what you lose out compared to the more expensive group sets um, in Shimano's range. Or sorry, yeah, the more expensive sets in Shimano's range. However, if you really must have the best, the group set is officially compatible with Altegra and Durius 11 to 34 tooth cassettes. But curiously, and I don't really understand why, um, officially... The group set is not compatible with the 11 to 30 and 11 to 28 tooth cassette options on Durius and Altegra. I don't really understand why. Any thoughts on that, Simon? Mm, it's, a, it's a really tricky one. I I find that interesting as well because, you know, obviously the kind of 11 to 34 cassette is going to have a 28 tooth cog on it. Yeah. So yes, clearly precisely. it can wrap enough chain to accommodate that small cog. Um I suspect it will probably work just fine. Like, you know, Shimano also rates this for a maximum 52 tooth uh, chain ring at the front. But, you know, the, these things, it's, it's like they also say the kind of maximum gap between the front two chain ring can only be 16 teeth, whereas in practice you can push that a little bit as well. It might be that they have only really tested it Possibly, with the yeah. 11 to yeah, 34. Yeah. And therefore, you know, that, because that's all they're offering, that's all they've tested. And therefore, that's what they're saying is officially compatible. But you know, we'll kind of have to take that one. Have to wait. Yeah, take them on with a pinch of salt, perhaps. And we'll kind of, you know, we'll we'll provide you, as we always do, with thorough, independent investigation into this kind of thing. I mean, one thing on the hyperglide I did want to add, and you know, you said it makes it the kind of shifts quieter and dampens out the noise. I I, I just wanted to agree with you, and I think one of the 
Now, I've been switching back and forth recently between bikes equipped with the new Dura Ace and, you know, my kind of personal road bike, which has the current generation of Mechanical 105 on it. And actually, the kind of difference in noise, drivetrain noise, is very noticeable. Mm. Now, it's pretty, it's noticeable. I, you know, I think previous generation 105 is pretty good, but you like, I, I totally agree. It's just, it's not until you've used it, you realize it is actually pretty clever yeah and you know my you know my kind of current you know personal bike is the exceptionally clean exceptionally clean drivetrain so you've never mentioned before simon well just you know putting it out there but um it so you know and and obviously this kind of test bikes i i will have ridden will have had uh kind of factory grease applied to the chain because you know i i I tend not to send bikes back with wax drivetrain unless they've asked me to um it has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked that? Well, no one asked me to, but um, for that Vitus we used for the oh, yes. time trial, of course, they sent it with a factory grease, and, I, and because I was racing you. Classic episode of Bike Radar Diaries I on needed, the YouTube channel, if I you just, want to see that one. I decided to degrease the chain and uh, put it ceramic speed oh, wax on it, of course. Um, you know, just, I, <clears throat> I won that race. But, um, <laughs> um, but yes, so the current generations of uh, Ultegra and Dura Ace are very, very quiet, and It'll be interesting to see how this new generation of Shimano 105 Di2 compares to that without that Hyperglide Plus technology. Yes, on the crank set, very briefly, there is one 105 level crank set that's going to be available in 160, 165, 170, 172.5 and 175 millimeter crank lengths. Am I right in saying that the 160 is a new addition? I don't remember that being in the previous generation. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it is on 105. Dura certainly offered that, um, which kind of makes a certain amount of sense. But yeah, I'm pretty certain that 160 is a new one for 105. It's quite interesting, really, isn't it? I think there is a kind of bike fitting trend towards Mm. shorter cranks going on. So that's quite an interesting addition. One of your favorite hobby horses. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's one single... um, uh, gearing combination available at launch. That's a 50-34 tooth, but there will also be a 52-36 tooth option available at a later date, according to Shimano, which is quite vague. So I suspect that means a little while off. Uh, the crank set overall looks quite similar to Altegra and Durace with the same kind of flat outward face on the crank arms and a slightly less shiny finish, a slightly more subdued matte finish compared to the other two group sets. Well, the previous generation, Shimano 105 R7000, uh, Shimano officially called that silky black, which I really like. I only found that out recently, but I really like that. So I wonder if this is also silky black. Silky black. Hmm, sounds like a... a cool band name man <laughs> um, a box of chocolates ooh, delicious um the cranks use the same holotech 2 construction as we expected this sees two halves of the crank set bonded together to make a more lightweight and stiff crank set compared to a solid crank set and on that note there is actually a non-series 12 speed compatible solid crank set that's also being launched this is primarily intended to work with road bikes that use a 135 millimeter wide rear end the vast majority of modern road bikes have a 142 millimeter rear end and this bike just improves the chain line on those bikes i think it's really it's really just for oems that one i can't imagine there's many people out there making new 135 rear end bikes maybe like old touring bikes possibly i I mean one thing i do think is interesting about that is that it doesn't come with the same kind of uh holotech chain rings Mm. as the uh the official series um, crank set. And it'll be interesting to see uh, what chainring um, options Shimano offers going forward for its chainring, uh, for its uh, 12 speed group sets. Because obviously, you know, as someone who's kind of got a lot of 11 speed uh, power meters, mm. you know, I, I'm kind of, you know, personally quite interested in the compatibility between. 
Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, old power meter crank sets and then the new 12-speed group sets. Now, officially, you know, 11-speed chain rings with these new 12-speed group sets is verboten. Verboten. Shimano says no. No. <laughs> if you're in France. But, you know, we have seen pros using existing 11-speed Shimano chain rings with the new 12-speed group sets, primarily because they're using, the, you know, the old uh, R9100 power meters. Um, but, you know, ideally... I would prefer it if I was able to get 12-speed chain rings that fitted the old cranks. You know, even if they don't kind of aesthetically match mm. quite perfectly, that would be fine, you know, for, for kind of, you know, keeping those items in service and so they don't become obsolete. So uh, hopefully, you know, Shimano has invested in that kind of tooling. Yes, definitely. Uh, on to weight, and we see that the full group set, and we must stress at this point, this is a claimed weight. The full group set is claimed to weigh 2,992 grams, depending on spec. For those of you counting along at home, that is approximately <laughs> 276 grams heavier than the equivalent Altegra R8100DI2 group set. So that's the current generation 12-speed Altegra group set. Uh, that's 2,716 grams. Now, 276 grams in the context of an entire bike is next to nothing. You know, yeah, that's not, not even a full bottle. And I think it's going to raise a really interesting question for many buyers where, like, ultimately... As we know, weight should never really be your primary primary buying decision. However, if you compare the two group sets, and I will say there's a full breakdown of all of this on BikeRadar.com, but like you do get some tasty tech with Altegra. You know there are some really nice things, Hyperglide being a good example. But it's not it's not a chasmic difference between the two group sets. So when we're equating only 276 grams, not a great deal extra in terms of tech, and quite significantly increased cost, which we'll come onto in a moment. You know I. Why would you bother with anything else but 105? I say having not ridden the group set, of course, but on paper, it's quite a, um, it could present a con conundrum for yeah. many buyers. What and do we, you think? Well, we had the same conversation about Dura-Ace. <laughs> you know, why would you buy Dura-Ace over yeah. Altegra? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a really interesting one. And I think, you know, it was kind of true of the last generation of as, as well, to be fair, if you were talking about mechanical, it's just that this now brings it to the kind of DI2 game as well. You know, I was always... Previously, you know, before I had ridden the last generation of 105, I was a bit of an Altegra snob and I thought, well, you've got to have Altegra on a race bike at least. You know, I couldn't afford Dura-Ace, unfortunately. So, um, but, you know, now that I've had extensive time on the kind of previous generation 105 group set, I'm like, well, you know, I, I, I could happily use it. But 
yeah, I think it's going to be really hard to justify Ortegra from a kind of pure performance point of view, especially if, you know, as as you say, yeah, maybe you're missing a hyperglycosette, but, you know, Let's buy one. you could just you could buy one when your kind of current cassette wears out, something like that. You know, the, the new crank set looks very, very close to the Dura-Ace crank set, the kind of silky black finish, if that is what it is. <laughs> it's really nice. Mm. You know, the whole The whole group set looks really premium. The aesthetics are so similar. The performance is probably going to be you know, practically identical. You're getting a lot of group set for your money. And yeah, if, if you care about 275 grams and you care enough about that to, you know, spend that extra money, like, you know, that's absolutely fine. But like for me, if I was putting down, you know, my money on a group set, like 276 grams, would not be top of my priorities. Absolutely. And we will come to the price in just one second. But for those of you that are curious, and we are just going off claimed weights here, but that 2,992 gram figure for a 105 DI2 group set in a two-buy arrangement, it's quite hard to make an apples-to-apples -apples comparison. But if we're looking over to biggest competitor, SRAM, is SRAM rival ETAP Axis group set in a broadly similar spec will come in at 3,109 grams. So 2,992 versus 3,109. Not a lot in it. Not a no, lot in it. No, not a lot in it. And again, probably wouldn't be something I would uh, base a purchasing decision on. I would be looking at, you know, as, as we kind of talked about earlier, things like gear combinations, gear ratios, chain rings, things like that. Things that you, things that are kind of going to affect the way you ride day-to-day -day basis. Well, lucky for you, Simon, you don't have to make those decisions because Oscar Huckle, technical writer on BikeRadar.com, has put together a wonderful comparison between Shimano 105 Di2 and SRAM rival ETAP. That's very Axis. convenient. It's very convenient. Who thought of that? Hmm. <laughs> anyway. some great editors at BikeRadar.com. <laughs> anyway, head over to the site to read that. It's a really good one. And of course, as time goes on, we will do our very, very best to do an actual comparison between them, hands-on, rather than just a desk job. <laughs> Next up, we have the price of the group set. Now, there are so many options with these group sets. There's endless variations, kind of weird pricing differences between seemingly quite small things like rotor sizes, for example. So again, kind of coming up with a full price list for the group set is quite challenging. But the top line numbers are that Shimano's new group set will set you back approximately £1,730 or $1,890, or if you live in the Benelux region of Europe, €1,869. So between £1,700, £1,800 or Euros. Quite a lot of money for what is a third-tier group set. Simon, you have some interesting thoughts on this, and more broadly, how the release of an electronic group set at the third tier of Shimano's range, what it kind of means for the future of the every person's group set. Yeah, I I think it's it's a really tricky one because, you know, we're kind of living in an age when, you know, prices are rising everywhere and they haven't settled, you know, and, and I know that, you know, a lot of a lot of work and new tooling's gone into this, but to me that feels more expensive than I was than I was hoping for, perhaps. I don't think Shimano is has been as aggressive on pricing as as I was kinda hoping they would be. Um you know, I think for in Shimano's defense, they would say that, yeah, it, you know, it offers basically the same performance as Ultegra and Dura Ace at a vastly lower price point, And they're probably not wrong. Um, 
you know, SRAM could say the same thing about their rival ETAP access group set. I think rival ETAP access is slightly cheaper, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. But obviously that's been out a little bit longer. You know, you might be more likely to find that to find those parts discounted somewhere. Yeah, I will say on pricing generally and like this is this is true of anything. Mm. Like it doesn't really matter. We're not just talking about Shimano, but I think given the con in the context of price rises in general inflation all the rest like even looking at group sets that launched just a year ago it's kind of meaningless at this point comparing rrps because the rrps aren't reflective of what they would be priced at now and as you say like yeah you can buy a right a red etap group set now discounted it's been out for what three years now two three years something like that um so yes it is available on discount so like comparing the two in terms of price will be quite challenging i think because you're not going to get bang up to date rrp figures yeah and I think more broadly, um, you know, for the kind of budget conscious performance weenie, as we would say, does it justify its price in terms of pure performance versus a kind of cheaper group set? For someone like me, who's got the kind of current generation of Shimano 105 uh, mechanical on his road bike, you know, does it make much sense to upgrade to Shimano 105 Di2 from that group set for £1,700? Yikes. Like, it's not, you know, realistically speaking, you know, the ergonomics are going to be better. I'm sure the new braking is better. Like the extra gear would be nice to have. But beyond that, is it is it realistic? It's not going to revolutionize no. your life, is and, it? And is it realistically going to make my bike and you know, me as a rider kind of any faster? Like probably not. But that, you know, has always been true of any group set. You know, the kind of if you know if you're still running a kind of nine speed group set from the 90s it's it's not determining how fast you are as, as, a, as a rider so you know i can completely understand why you know some people will look at this and say this hits the exactly the kind of right uh, kind of sweet spot of performance to price that interests me you know like it gets rid of the cables at the front end of the bike you know it's got that kind of beep boop digital feel to it like <laughs> so i kind of get it it, it's probably slightly too expensive for me, but then, you know, everything's too expensive for me. I'm a tight git. Yeah, you bloody are. <laughs> nah, that's not true. You bought me a coffee just before this podcast. Um, <laughs> just as a, a side note, uh, every time you could look back at endless Shimano news stories, and one of the most common tropes in these is we'd say, oh, real you know, RRP pricing rarely reflects the real world. And I wrote this in my uh, news story for this, and then Simon went, are you sure? And then to be fair, if you look now at the pricing for Altegra and Durace, as in the group sets that just launched, um, they are pretty much at RRP online. You know, why would they discount it? You can't yeah. get the stuff anywhere. It is still pretty fresh. So, you know, I'm afraid that £1,700 or $1,800 price is probably what you're going to be paying for the foreseeable yeah. future. It's hard to know whether that's kind of a new standard or if that situation is going to improve if things ever kind of, you know, return to normal in inverted commas. You know, if, you know, in five years, the kind of current boom in cycling uh interest kind of you know wanes wanes you know i hope it doesn't you know for the no. kind of readership of our fine website <laughs> but you know if it does then you know maybe you know if if stock is plentiful again maybe things will change but yeah unfortunately if you're interested in buying a new group set now you probably are going to be paying closer to rrp unless you have an inside contact for a very good <laughs> bike shop um as I mentioned in the intro, there are two new wheel sets to accompany the new 105 group set. Now, these are sort of, they're not part of the 105 family, but they kind of are unofficially. You know, they basically don't say 105 on the side of them. But there's two new wheel sets available from Shimano. Both are carbon. You have the option between a 32 and a 46 millimeter option. 
Shimano pitches, perhaps unsurprisingly, the 32mm as a climbing model and the 46 as an all-round model. Um, they are pretty nice wheels and they go off the same uh, overall shape, mould, if you like, as Durace and Altegra, but they are slightly heavier with the 32mm wheels coming in at 1,511 grams claimed weight. Uh, and then the 46mm ones coming at 1,607 grams. Uh, the internal rim width comes in at 21mm, and they look like perfectly nice wheels that are priced at roughly £1,000, depending on where you go. Um, not a lot more to say on them than that, to be honest. It's pretty thin in terms of uh, press material. We yet to get samples on those ones. Uh, any initial thoughts on these, Simon? Yeah, I think they're about as you know, progressive as we would expect from Shimano. It's nice to see the kind of similar rim profiles come down from Durace and Altegra. That will mean the kind of aerodynamic performance is similar. You know, the fact that you're adding a little bit of extra weight is expected for 105 level wheels, but I imagine they'll have the same Shimano kind of cup and cone mm -hmm. hubs that we used to. Good old cup and cone. Yeah, good old cup and cone. If you if you like to maintain your bikes, then <laughs> you know, that'll, that'll be pleasing. You know, there there will be lighter, kind of more progressive rim uh, wheel sets available from third party brands as always. But you know, these will be a, a solid option, and I'm sure they'll be you know kind of high quality, well made, very reliable as Shimano wheels always are, if not perhaps the most exciting on paper. Possibly, I I wonder whether this is a bit of a move into the OEM market. You know, um, Shimano wheels aren't really specced to be honest very often on complete builds so maybe this is them trying to sneak their way into that segment of the market wrapping things up and my goodness will we ever stop talking about <laughs> this on this podcast uh for the first time ever shimano will be offering one of its road group sets without the option of rim brakes that is correct 105 di2 is only available with disc brakes now i am slightly surprised by this but then putting my sort of sensible commercial hat on I'm kind of not, because 105 DI2, really, the majority of those group sets will be sold to OEM manufacturers, and nobody is building new rim brake road bikes today. Anecdotally, my belief is that most riders who are looking to upgrade an older rim brake, uh, rim brake bike are more likely to be looking at Durace or Altegra. That is anecdotal. You know, I probably would be looking at 105, <laughs> as I'm not an Altegra Durace funded man. Um, <laughs> But both of those are available with rim brakes, whereas 105 isn't. Um, it's yet to be confirmed by Shimano, but we very much expect that Durace and Altegra shifters will be compatible with 105 drivetrain, in which case you could use rim brakes. But that's a bit of a mismatch, sort of mix-match um, option. But yes, no rim brakes as stock. Slightly surprising, but perhaps not so surprising. Simon, what do you think? Is there anything more we can possibly say on the subject of rim brakes on road bikes? <laughs> no, probably not. I think I agree uh, with with everything you've just said on that. Like, it, I, you know, when when Shimano launched the new Durace and new Altegra, they didn't really develop mm. rim brakes for those. They've just said, oh, well, you can use the previous generation ones, and here's a kind of shifter that looks exactly the same as the previous generation <laughs> yeah, with one. Different oh, by plugs. the way, you're going to have to run it wired because... Oh, it's just the previous generation yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. they've not really offered rim brakes with, yep. the, with the new group sets. They, they just have legacy compatibility, yes. as it were. Um, and like you say, you know, this is going to be built onto complete bikes. I think most people are specking up a bike from stock. You know, I, I would 
probably buy a full uh, 105 group set from stock and put it on a frame but like but like you say that that probably represents a fairly small portion of totally, the market yeah. and 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 so yeah if you've got someone who's you know got a really lovely rim brake frame and they're looking to upgrade it to the latest group set then you know what are the chances of that person you know going if if they've got a premium rim brake frame that they're kind of keeping going what are the chances that they're going to want to put 105 on it rather than as you say Ultegra or Dura Ace probably slim and I think you know like we've seen you know with Shimano kind of reducing the uh, amount of cassette options it's offering reducing the amount of um, uh, chain ring sets it's offering you know because there's no 39 53 tooth chain chain rings with this one as you say there's only one option for cassette officially and then a second one coming later whereas you know you used to be able to get 1125 1128 1130 1132 1134 you know like shimano is reducing the kind of options and that may be as part of its kind of effort to kind of differentiate its higher tier group sets which do offer those things that's kind of fair enough it's what you expect you know you we can't we can't we can't get everything we want sadly as an aside um sram pretty much does the same thing in that you cannot get a rim brake version of right rival etap access but you can on red and force their top tier uh, two top tier group sets so again not really surprising i imagine the same sort of mindset there that is just a very brief rundown of the kind of key things you need to know about the new group set we are really, really excited to get our hands on 105 Di2. Availability in the UK is looking roughly around July, July onwards, though please don't quote me on that. I think it could, it's a, probably a movable feast. Someone will go into their bike shop and be like, Jack Luke said I could get one in July. <laughs> Where is it? But there are going to be a number of bikes that are already available with the group set. And hey, Simon, would you believe there's a rundown of that on BikeRadar.com? There? there is, wow. yes. A rundown of some of the bikes you can right buy. Right now. You can buy right oh. now with 105 Di2. Whether right now means today. But the list is on BikeRadar.com yeah, yeah. right now. So you should go there right now Absolutely. and look at it. But yes, we've got loads of stuff on 105 Di2, including a really fun column from Simon. Uh, do check that out. And if you have any questions, any comments, do leave them on those articles. We always read them. I love to hear your feedback, particularly on the podcast. And on that note, please give us a cheeky five-star rating if you think we deserve it, which I'm sure we have. We do. Simon's been very clever today. (laughs) (laughs) And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Luke. Thank you for listening to the Bike Creator Podcast. Speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar Podcast. If you've not done so already, please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode. 